Greetings, gamers, and welcome back for another episode of the G3 Podcast. You're here on episode 82, joined by none other than... Known as Ice on all things gaming and social media, I am here on a solo show. Once again, episode 82. This is being recorded on April 2nd, 2023. Why on April 2nd? Because I didn't want you guys to get so terrified if I went ahead and came up with another rhyme and it came out on April 1st and you guys would think, oh, it's a joke. You know, they're going to cancel the show or whatever. Let's just let's just dispense with all that right away. This is real. This is coming to you, uh, to your ear holes and your eye drums. That's not how that goes, but you know what I'm trying to say. Anyways, uh, so we got some gaming news this week. Again, it's going to be a solo show, so uh, please feel free to like, subscribe. We did a couple little things with the show. I'd love to know if you guys approve, disapprove, or what you think. You know, we could do better. Uh, that being said, let's get straight into it. The, the worst of the worst has happened. As somewhat predicted by us on the show, though, E3 this year is officially canceled. So the Electronic Entertainment Expo, uh, something that started off as a trade show that was meant for uh, some of these major retailers, your Best Buys, your Targets, your Walmarts to go ahead and get uh, their representatives with some hands-on and some some playtime, if you will, uh, with some of these games that are being announced by the different publishers. Uh, so they can go ahead and figure out how much order they want to place for their stock. Uh, that has long since not been a thing anymore. And E3 kind of went into this weird hodgepodge of trade show and fan event. And uh, being that there were so many new games that came announced at E3, it started to edge more into the game event side of things. And now, uh, unfortunately, as we talked about previously on the show, Microsoft, Sony went ahead and, and has backed out. Uh, quite some time ago, I want to say back in 2018 or 2019, they stopped attending E3 uh, and the pandemic went ahead and just laid waste to any notion of a live in-person event. Uh, but Microsoft also backed out. Nintendo uh, backed out several years ago in favor of doing their own Nintendo Direct, which everyone seems to be copying lately. Uh, and the latest entity to back out is now Ubisoft, uh, announcing kind of in tandem that they were going to be hosting uh, a Ubisoft Forward event this year. So that's their kind of in-person live event. Uh, but this is really unfortunate. Nevertheless, the ESA, the Entertainment Software Association, uh, which is kind of the overarching body for E3, went ahead and made the announcement uh, a couple days ago. And it, I mean, it's pretty sad news. They actually went ahead and, and tried working with Repop who is known for uh, things like the PAX uh, conferences, where you have a lot of live event going on. You have a lot of, whether it's music, festivities, what have you. Um, they were hoping to kind of bring E3 back in a big way, but uh, this was kind of the, the nail in the coffin with Ubisoft popping out of there. Sega had already announced they weren't going to be participating. And the Digital Devolver, uh, or excuse me, Devolver Digital, um, a dare I say indie publisher, but they really do um, a lot of heavy hitter games. Um, dude, if I was to try and think of all the Devolver Digital games right now, if you are in the know, you're in the know on what kind of stuff Devolver Digital makes. But uh, they also went ahead and they usually have like a parking lot kind of theme going on with their stuff. Uh, they also said that they're not going to be uh, showcasing anything this year. So it all just kind of, you know, you could see the way that the tide was 
about to flow and so they just finally went ahead and the ESA finally announced that E3 is canceled this year. Um, so sourced pretty much everywhere if you want to read up on that. It's pretty unfortunate. However, that's not to say that we won't still have stuff to look forward to uh, this coming June. So once again, uh, Ubisoft went ahead and in the process of also backing out of E3, they went ahead and announced that they were going to be hosting their Ubisoft Forward event on June 12th. Um, so they are going to be hosting a lot of different things. You're going to see a lot of different stuff out of them. Everything from new add-ons for Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, they've got Roller Champions, uh, Riders Republic, a new expansion coming out for that. TT Trackmania. So they've got a lot of different things. Rocksmith, something that has been kind of softly spoken about in the corners of Ubisoft, or at least as far as publicly. It's uh, not the successor to Rock Band, uh, but it's something where you can basically, it's like a video game that also teaches you how to play guitar, as far as I understand. Uh, not something that's a personal interest to me, but kind of cool that they are catering to that type of audience. That being said, I'm sure they'll go ahead and they may have one or two nice new announcements, presumably some stuff that leans in the Assassin's Creed world uh, as something to be expected coming out of Ubisoft. Additionally, as we talked about ramping up, um, Summer Games Fest, so that is the Jeff Keighley kind of sponsored event, if you will, uh, or namesake event. That's going to be coming out June 8th. So that, I believe, really kind of kicks off all the festivities. But that one is going to be something to really look forward to this year. They've got all kinds of stuff lined up. Um, so, excuse me, it's, it's, it's longer than June 8th. But the, the no crap, you know, Summer Game Fest presentation happens on June 8th. Uh, but they've got a whole stuff lined up this summer. Everything from Street Fighter VI, coming out on June 2nd, um, and these are all, you know, summer game releases that are going to be talked about Summer Games Fest, but June 2nd, Street Fighter 6, uh, June 6th is going to be Diablo 4, uh, June 20th, Crash Team Rumble, Final Fantasy 16 on June 22nd, Exo Primals coming out July 14th, Pikmin 4, July 21st, I mean, the list kind of goes on, also announced, but not with an official date, Counter-Strike 2, so... Uh, for those Steam fans out there that want to go ahead and get the next evolution of Counter-Strike, I will definitely be hopping back into that because I'd like to see the kind of stuff that they went ahead and, and you know, have improved upon if they made it any more realistic. But that was kind of always Counter-Strike's edge is being lower on the graphic fidelity just enough that you could obviously make out human beings or, you know, character models or what have you. Uh, but it was meant for fast-paced kind of Twitch shooting. Uh, additionally, we also have on June 11th is going to be a double uh, a double event in the form of the Xbox Summer Showcase and the Starfield In-Depth Showcase. So that'll be something that uh, I think everyone here on the G3 panel will be looking forward to. Uh, some sad news coming out of Microsoft. They did go ahead and it has been confirmed if you were one of those people that took advantage of the $1 Game Pass uh, subscription deal. Unfortunately, you may be in for a surprise, but it was seen over this past weekend uh, and then identified, actually, was it this past weekend? Yeah, more or less. Uh, seen over the weekend, uh, actually, no, it was last week. Long story short, uh, Microsoft has gone ahead and done away with the uh, $1 Game Pass subscription deal. That being said, they did put out a statement when inquired by Windows Central Quote, we have stopped our previous introductory offer of Game Pass Ultimate. 
uh, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate and PC Game Pass and are evaluating different marketing promotions for new members in the future, end quote. Um, so this was something, I'm sure there was a bunch of people that stacked up on it, to be honest. I took advantage of the $1 deal off the bat, um, but I also had a conversion of uh, gold, Xbox Live Gold, and so uh, my time, I mean, if you're like me, my time is, is coming up um, but I have other renewal options in Microsoft Rewards and other things that I'm taking advantage of. So I don't know if I'll ever see the, the end of my Game Pass subscription. But that being said, if you were one of the ones that was doing stacking or any of this other stuff, at least the dollar promotion deal is gone. From what I hear, you may still be able to do stacking and the conversion of uh, Xbox Live Gold. Uh, and then also cited, I guess there's an advantage to recording so late in the weekend. Um, some folks went ahead and they spotted that there was a uh, pricing model for $40 for the Game Pass Ultimate Family Plan. Now, this was identified by Tom Warren of The Verge that that is specifically for the region of New Zealand. Uh, and now I went ahead and just took a, a couple minutes here to go ahead seconds really and do the conversion the currency conversion from us dollars to new zealand dollars and basically it more or less equals out to 25 dollars a month us so that's about on par with what a lot of people were expecting if and when xbox goes ahead presumably during this summer showcase on june 11th and they want to announce a pricing scheme uh, or a pricing model rather for uh, xbox game pass ultimate family plan so again up to five accounts uh, can be on there at $25 a pop, that is an incredible deal. Uh, and I would hope that everybody goes ahead, and if, especially if you're forlorn about missing out on the $1, uh, you know, $1 a month Game Pass uh, starter deal, that you go ahead and you take advantage of this. Because for five bucks a month, I mean, whether it's friends that are chipping in, and, and that's kind of been the talk previously, is that the boundaries are going to be within the nation. Um, whether it be New Zealand or when they were testing it over in, in the Ireland and UK uh, region, if it's just restricted to the physical boundaries of the United States, I mean, really, if you can't find a couple buds that are willing to go ahead and chip in five bucks a month, uh, hop on to uh, Xbox Live and you can probably find some or hit us up here on G3 and we'll find you some. Um, additionally spotted over this weekend, uh, The Verge went ahead and identified, and this was kind of coming up all over the web if you were paying attention, uh, that there is now a new expandable hard drive option for the Xbox Series consoles. So uh, for those that were interested or have partaken in the Xbox Series S and X proprietary uh, expansion slots, so it's a, it's a little... Um, I can't remember the exact dimensions. It's an uh, M.2, uh, but the size is not really commensurate with anything else that you're going to find out there. You have to almost specially order these motherboards that are going to be compatible with it. Um, but that being said, uh, there's a new kit on the block. So Seagate was the previous proprietary um, partner that Xbox was working with for this. And now there's a new Western digital model that has been identified. Now the price difference goes from, uh, let me see, let me see. The Seagate model was $220 US. And now this uh, Western digital model is looking like 180 US. So that's still 40 bucks cheaper, but still tremendously expensive. When you're talking about $180 for a one terabyte, and I could go ahead and buy a PC M.2 or PC compatible M.2 for like a hundred bucks. So it's still um, a bit overpriced for the market, especially now when people are, 
you know, with the economy the way it is and people are getting a little more frugal, uh, let's say, and picky on what they want to spend their money on, I, I think they need to go a lot further. And I don't know if it's something that Microsoft needs to front the money on or what, or you know, or if uh, Western Digital or Seagate themselves need to cut down on the asking price, but this, it's just not feasible when you have other options out there. So uh, for me also being a PS5 owner, I literally bought an M.2 and I think I actually got it lightly used, um, refurbished, what have you, but it was on sale for like 75 bucks. So I got an extra terabyte of space to put in there for 75 bucks. You mean to tell me that we can't go ahead and cut a little bit of cost off the top of these proprietary models? Anyways, uh, speaking of some of my uh, <laughs> under underpinned aggression towards uh, some of these console manufacturers, what is going on what the hell is going on with these monthly game offerings and so i am not let's be clear i'm not trying to look a gift horse in the mouth right i appreciate when these console makers particularly uh playstation playstation and xbox want to go ahead and give us options uh, to go ahead and utilize out there and and play games for free as being part of their service but we are starting to see an incremental divide in the quality of games that we are experiencing on a monthly basis from PlayStation and Xbox. That being said, um, the perfect example of this being PlayStation's monthly games for April 2023 are Meet Your Maker, Sackboy A Big Adventure, and Tales of Iron. And let me tell you guys, Sackboy A Big Adventure, I am literally one trophy away from platinuming that game. And that is a fantastic game, especially uh, if you're looking for family play. The wife and I went ahead and played through the uh, pretty much the entire game, and she was having a blast. We've always loved um, the little Big Planet games, and Sackboy Big Adventure was uh, n no different in that regard. And Meet Your Maker and Tales of Iron, I have not played them, uh, but I've heard tremendous things. Tales of Iron was actually on, uh, if not mine, I want to say it was uh, Snipe 90s, uh, wish list for some time now and so it you know both of these games look like tremendous offerings and tremendous value coming from PlayStation for simply being uh, a PlayStation Plus member on any of the three tiers be it premium uh, extra or essential or deluxe in whatever regions that's associated as uh, conversely the Xbox offerings this month are Lamentum and Out of Space Couch Edition now, I have not heard about these games, and I don't want to come off like I'm being an ass and bagging on them unnecessarily uh, because I haven't heard of them, but I will go ahead and I will give them a try, and I will get back to you on this show towards the end of the month, but it's significant in title alone what you're seeing by way of the value offered, and I get it that... Uh, Xbox is trying to go ahead and say, well, Game Pass, Game Pass is really where it's at. If you really want some of these titles, hop over to Game Pass. However, comma, when you look at what PlayStation is now starting to offer in the PlayStation Plus, uh, particularly the premium or deluxe um, and or excuse me, not uh, it's the extra extra or deluxe and then the premium tiers uh, versus what Xbox is offering uh, in in general, it's kind of upsetting and and actually i'm sitting here talking out of turn because i'm pretty sure even if you have playstation essential which is again the commensurate with the old playstation plus uh monthly service it, it's wild to see the difference that's going on here and so once again i would just love to see xbox go ahead hopefully no later than this summer when they start announcing things like the family plan they either do away with games with gold altogether or rename it like uh indie icons or or something something because uh 
for those of us that have been around with Xbox for a while and seen what Games with Gold had to offer, it's now just getting depressing to see, uh, you know, what's coming out of the gate lately. So uh, I'll go ahead and I'll keep, you know, my comments civil at that. But it's it's it needs to get changed. Xbox, if you're listening, uh, you know, I love you guys, but it needs some improvement. Um, last but not least, kind of the big story, which, of course, we need to talk about because we got to talk about it. Um, so... After the CMA went ahead and gave its initial findings on the Activision Blizzard merger and said, hey, this is bull. You guys are going to make way too much money by keeping Call of Duty exclusive. And Xbox went ahead and slapped their their math and said, you guys are silly. You're doing the numbers wrong. And the CMA went back and said, yeah, okay, agreed. This is not really a thing anymore. Uh, what we now find is whether it was Microsoft originated or, you know, just in general, um, legislators particular out of Washington state have gone ahead and are now petitioning within the US Congress uh, petitioning the Japanese Trade Commission to go ahead and take a look into what is actually going on with Sony so you know the self-proclaimed or, or some of the instances that were proclaimed during this whole trade agreement uh, or excuse me the Activision Blizzard merger about Sony holding something like a 98% share of the market in Japan, which we don't know if that's actually factual or not. Maybe when some more of these documents come to light, we'll see if that's actually the case. That begs the question of, well, why? Why is PlayStation only uh, allowing a 2% share of the market to be held by Xbox? And again, like it's not actual numbers because Nintendo has a huge stakehold uh, in that region. So uh, there's something to be said about the numbers being skewed, but then it begs the question still on why PlayStation has such a big hold in that region. And so you have a number of U.S. Uh, congressional representatives, be it senators and congressmen uh, and women, who are going ahead and now inquiring with um, the Japanese government because, surprise, surprise, it is now coincidentally time that the U.S. and Japan go ahead and renegotiate some trade agreements. Uh, and so now part of the digital trade agreement that was signed by both nations uh, basically says that, hey, there aren't going to be unfair practices. It's all going to be legislated by the individual governments, and they're going to allow for open and fair trade to include um, avoiding favoritism. So what is now being called into question, that whole graph of F around and find out uh, what's being said is Sony went ahead and petitioned so hard with the CMA and all these other legislators to not allow the Microsoft Activision Blizzard merger to come through. It's now begging the question of, well, what's going on with your camp? How are you holding such a stakeholder? And why are you so aggressive about not allowing somebody else to come in and take over some of the territory, even if it's a minor, uh, you know, a minor fraction. So it'll be really interesting to see where that comes about. This is probably way more interesting to me personally than some of the previous stuff, because uh, for the core gamers out there, it is no surprise. And, and everybody's in the know that PlayStation has gone ahead and money hat a lot of games even to the point where it's been alleged, I don't know if we've seen those actual documents, that uh, Sony will literally pay developers to keep their games off of Game Pass uh, as a competing service, whether it be for a year or indefinitely. And so really interested to see what happens here, legally speaking, within the confines of governments. And uh, we may 
I mean, a lot of people have gone ahead and alluded to the notion that we may no longer see console exclusivity even. I don't know if that'll be the case, and it'll really kind of beg the question of how much you're going to pay for a piece of plastic later on in the future if there are no more console exclusives. But that's a discussion for a whole nother day, and we'll go ahead and come back to that. Uh, so moving right along, a lot of, uh, a lot of interesting stuff coming out if you guys uh, are interested in listening to some. release radar so had a lot of good things coming out again sifu i'm hearing good things about that coming out on xbox um <laughs> not so much with last of us part one if you've been paying attention last of us part one came out on pc uh super buggy super buggy needs to be optimized on a lot of different uh hardware and so we'll see how that goes in in the near future um but move right along so coming out for this month we've got creed rise to glory championship edition coming out on psvr2 on april 4th uh grim grimoire once more playstation 5 playstation 4 switch on april 4th me or excuse me hogwarts legacy on ps4 and xbox one so it came out on the newer gen consoles now it's retroactively going back on april 4th meet your maker uh, coming out on PS5, Xbox Series, uh, PS4, Xbox One, and PC April 4th. Uh, and it's kind of interesting because I swore that that was also announced for the Switch. Yeah, pretty sure. But we'll get back to that one. Uh, Road 96 Mile Zero coming out on PS5, uh, 4, Xbox Series, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on April 4th. Batora Lost Haven on Switch April 6th. Curse of the Sea Rats on PS5. Uh, for Xbox Series, Xbox One, Switch, and PC uh, on April 6th. Everspace 2 Urgh! on PC April 6th. If you guys haven't played Everspace, um, I would recommend giving it a shot. It's uh, available. Uh, Everspace yeah, is on, on a couple of different platforms. It's a really great, uh, fun spacefaring game. A lot of space pirates and stuff like that. Um, it's a shooter. It's a third-person and you can do first-person shooter. So give it a shot if you don't get uh, spatially disoriented. Uh, Paparazzi coming out on Switch April 6th. And EA Sports PGA Tour uh, is coming out on PS5, Xbox Series, and PC April 7th. And we'll stop right there. So lots of good titles. I already kind of said my piece there with uh, Meet Your Maker. I'll double check because I'm pretty sure that's coming out on Switch as well. Unless it's coming out later on. Um... Everspace 2, uh, I'm, I'm rooting for that hardcore. Um, I will lean forward just a little bit and say we've also got Ghostwire Tokyo coming. Uh, it was on PlayStation for about a year exclusively. Now it's coming out on Xbox Series consoles on April 12th, so that's something to look forward to. Uh, and I've also heard a lot of good things uh, going back retroactively on MLB The Show 23. Uh, Crime Boss Rock A City yeah about that one um i was really looking forward to that game and i'm it, it is it is not reviewing well guys it is not playing very well in the hands of players um so that being said that's pretty much all we got for the show i wanted to keep it kind of short and concise since it's just a one-man show uh yours truly known as ice on all things game and social media just real quick what i've been playing i had to write it down to make sure i didn't uh lose track this time so if you guys will bear with me for just a split second as my phone doesn't want to unlock um, so what have I been playing? I have been playing, so I got my hands on the Diablo 4 beta, uh, last weekend as expected and promised. And man, um, I have not been a huge Diablo fan in the past, but I'm 100% looking forward to playing this game. I may, 
go as far as to to buy it outright if it doesn't come out on a subscription service. Uh, that being said, I went ahead and I played through as the Druid. If you played the the beta and you uh, played something else and you think that the Druid was stupid or you really had such a fun playthrough with your class type, uh, why don't you go ahead and hit us up in the comments and let us know. Uh, I also played a whole lot more Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, working towards that platinum, uh, I clearly did it wrong <laughs> because if you look at how long to play, that game should be approximately a hundred hours for completionist. Um, I think ninety to hundred, if I remember right. Uh, and I'm already looking right around a hundred, and I've still probably got several hours to go. Um, Dreamscaper. Uh, I went ahead and I, I that looked like a very interesting trailer when I saw it forever ago, and I needed a break from Horizon, so I took a dive, almost uh, figuratively and literally, into Dreamscaper on Xbox. It's a fantastic game. A um, little bit of roguelike in there, a little bit of, of uh, perma upgrades. It, it's really great. Um, the character Cassie goes ahead and falls asleep, and in her dreams, they're, they're kind of like pseudo-nightmares, and you have to defeat these bosses, which resemble... Um, anxiety and, and consciousness derived um, ailments, I guess it's fair to say. So uh, it's really cool if you want to get into something like that. And then been playing, uh, we dive back into Overcooked on PlayStation because um, the wife and I tried a little bit of Overcooked too and it seemed like that was a whole lot for her. Um, so we're going to work our way back up. I went ahead and, you know, I got 1,000 out of 1,000 uh, gamer score, completed the game, rolled credits on Overcooked on uh, Xbox and now we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna check it out on PlayStation. I know it probably seems a little redundant for some, but you know the the, the finger movements need to get back into play. Uh, that being said, that's all. Once again, uh, appreciate you guys checking out the show. Sorry that it was just kind of a, a half hour talking head video. We'll try to have some more video and stuff like that in the future, especially as we get a little bit closer to some of these new release dates. Um, Hell, I might even go ahead and just start doing gameplay video up here so you guys don't have to just watch me the whole time. Uh, that being said, please like, subscribe, share with a friend. We love you guys listening to the show. We really appreciate everything that you do for us. Um, even just a view is, is awesome. If you go ahead and uh, my personal recommendation, I always watch stuff on two times speed. That way I can go ahead and get through the same amount or yeah, the same content twice as fast. Uh, and unless you really throws you off that bad it's a really great way to consume content and save your personal time as far as my opinion goes but uh that's all i've got i hope you guys uh, have a great start to your week uh we'll have the show up here and get ready for another weekend so again this has been uh, episode 82 of gaming's greatest generation podcast uh and uh, we look forward to having you in the future and remember <laughs> you thought i was gonna forget it remember gaming's greatest generation is the one you guys are a part of Catch you later.